just when we thought the Celtics were on a nice little roll, and the bench was starting to come together nicely, even without Kemba Walker and Tatum to a certain extent. And then COVID and safety protocols had to, you know, stop any kind of uh, little momentum that they were the team was just starting to have, even with the limited Kemba coming back. And 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 now it's just it's not looking good, man. It's not looking pretty right now. And uh, we got We got to talk about it. Right? It's the it's the Cosmic Street Podcast. Joel Pabone and Sean Dutra. It's a two man crew today. And to quote the great Jay Z, it was all good just a week ago. What <laughs> the hell happened, Sean? Yo, man, don't don't be like this. Don't be <laughs> like the, the what happened is there's no Jason Tatum. There was no But that's part player. of the, that's part of the problem though. I'm not saying that that's not part of the problem, but like but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. hold on. Yeah. Okay. The Knicks game, they didn't have anybody going up against a team that has been locked in and has been the best team in the Eastern Conference outside of yourself for two straight games. Like the fact that we're gonna we're gonna sit here and say that the thing is broken and and it was all like when I said it's broken, it's just like what changed other than Tatum? What has COVID? changed? Well, this team got ravaged by COVID. They didn't have any practice. They haven't been practicing. But what happened? Ha- so so what happened they when they beat when they beat uh? You got Robert Williams. He can't even barely play. It's basically up to a a minutes restricted Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown. Who if he's not scoring, there's literally. You know, no one else on the floor that can score right now. Uh, and Marcus Smart, just you're trying to get 20 points tonight for Marcus Smart. That's not how this team's built. And I think the only thing that I'm that I think it does uh, is like it sort of just shows that you still need to, like we've been saying all year, add scoring depth from the bench. And that that's not a stick a fork in this team. They're done. Problem. I think the way that everyone's looking at this team this year is that it's almost like they're just waiting for a collapse because they don't have like a a 10-time all-star on the team. But you have two players that are in the top 10 in scoring in the NBA right now and a team that's working around them and uh, a perennial all-star that's back on the men. So I'm not. I mean, you came in pretty pretty hard with the doomsday talk there, Joel. No, it wasn't doomsday. It was just. Impressing. It was just like it really was legit different. all good a week ago, and it's like yeah, yeah, but, it was. But, but it the was. but the only thing that's changed is that Kemba's back. So if Kemba wasn't back, this team would have got blown out two straight games in Philly. This would have been the New York Knicks uh, type of score if Kemba wasn't back. I mean, they, they lucked out the fact that they almost lucked out that they, they had a few games rescheduled and it allowed Kemba to come back when they, Definitely, when yeah. they opened up. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with, I agree with that. But even the Knicks game, though, I, I get it every now and again, you, you, you come up with a, uh, a stinker, so to speak, but 30 points though, 30 points. That, that was definitely a stinker. 30 points at home, and I get it. It was a you know a one o'clock tip off, which I still don't get why the NBA is doing that. Maybe because the NBA is just used to scheduling Boston that that weekend of like the NFL playoffs, and they're just like, all right, you know, people got to watch the Patriots game, so let's put the Celtics on a little earlier. I don't know, whatever the case may be, but we knew that Kemba wasn't gonna gonna play any more than 20 minutes, and apparently New York did too, because they just like their length is what is what killed the Celtics, and and, and it wasn't like. They scored like 120 points. They the, the Knicks barely scored 100 points, but the Celtics just couldn't score. Just couldn't put the ball in there. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, 
I think you just said it right. That's a stinker of a game, and 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 the the team not coming off practice, facilities closed down. You know what do you really expect from a team like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The shitty part about this whole thing is the momentum killer here that the Celtics were were like rolling. That you know, first place in the East, everything's looking good. You've gotten a lot of answers to a lot of the questions that you had and then health and safety protocols. And it's really, I really feel like, you know, it's hard to judge the hierarchy of the NBA right now. Yeah. Because some teams have been affected and other teams haven't been. Yeah. And like when, you know, and in the first 10 games, the only team that was really affected was Houston. You were like, okay, right? Yeah. That's that's gonna be a, a outlier, but now you have Houston, you have Boston, Memphis. Washington, Memphis. Um, I think there was another team, right? What, what? Regardless, yeah, it's a very strange, strange start to the season, and and like the first like fifteen games, that's really a, usually a pretty good or fifteen twenty games. That's really a, usually a good benchmark. To see who's going to be who's going to be going and what has filtered through and you know yeah those pretenders are eliminated by now but I think you're gonna have it's gonna be a strange season because just wait just wait until you know the Lakers get uh, um, a breakout or wait until the friggin' um, Bucks get a breakout and or Philly too I mean I'm surprised Philly. They seem to. They seem to have. I know they had like one or two guys get positive, but yeah, it was uh, Seth Curry and uh, one other one other player I can't think of right now. But uh, yeah, I don't think that's positive. But they were just in protocols, contract tracing or something. No, yeah, yeah. Was- I know. I know Seth was definitely out. He was out for like almost three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, how did that not spread? See what yeah, I mean? I know. Like, something's <laughs> going on. I don't know. What it is. But um, so but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started with this. Thing, I know, bro. I know, I know, I know. I feel the same way, bro. I'm in, I'm in the same boat with you. But let's let's kind of like recap real quick. You know, these last like these three three straight losses. Okay, uh, New York. We'll we'll just chalk it up as just they just had a bad forget, day. Forget about the next game. All right, we'll just uh, that's, that's a bad game. But two straight losses to to the Sixers. Um, I, yo, Doc has got this team rolling. I'm not afraid to to admit that the the the, the Sixers look they look serious. They look like they're uh, a completely different team from a year ago, even though they only just replaced two or three players from a year ago, and they got shooters now. But pretty much, when you look back at these at these losses, the Celtics are allowing about 115 points. All right, yeah, being scored on them. Okay, and overall during the whole season, they're allowing 111 points. To put that in perspective, this is the worst in the Brad Stevens era. And we're talking about this is even worse than the first year when the Celtics only won 25 games because they were only allowing 107, 108 points a game. Right. And they were like 25 and 57 that year. So obviously you got better scores. You have overall better players. But when I look at this run here, this this little stretch, I see terrible defense. I see turnovers. That's being that's 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 becoming a major issue. I'm taking care of the ball. It's been a major year. Yeah, when they were- exactly. But like, like the, I feel like this week has been like highlighted, especially getting those two those two losses against uh, Philly. You got like role players that have been a couple of that have been like starters with Tatum out, and I'm talking about Trishan Thompson. I'm talking about Grant Williams. That I haven't seen anything from these dudes 
especially Grant Williams. Yeah. And then you got you got Jeff T that looks like he forgot how to play basketball. Like what's going on with him? Yeah, man. So what's going those, on with these three right there? Those three right there. Like if you could get one of those three to actually score the ball, then maybe we're not talking about three straight losses. Maybe you split with Philly. Well, I mean, I think what happens, what what's happening too, you could, the Teague thing, that's a separate thing. Okay. The Teague thing, that's separate. But, but when you're talking about Tristan Thompson and Grant Williams and their spot starting and they're getting big minutes, I mean, they don't create their own shot. So if you don't have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker on the floor, they're getting D'd up like they're not usually not used to getting D'd up. You know what I mean? And those are Grant Williams' whole his whole offensive game is spot up shooting. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and Tristan Thompson's whole defensive game is like he's in the nineteen ninety two Olympics, bro. <laughs> like it's just like low post footwork flip up. Football baby hook stuff. It's like ridiculous. I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, this is what we're doing. I mean, I don't mind the big man game, but seeing him just like. But let it Thompson work, right? If you, you, you feed him on the post, he's just like, he looks uncomfortable. And maybe he's still <laughs> recovering from the hamstring injury that, that not a lot of people are talking about. I think, I think Brad brought it up a couple of games ago that. He didn't. He didn't have a training camp because he was recovering from the hamstring injury, which doesn't make sense yeah. to me because the Cavs didn't go to the bubble, so I don't understand where the cap with the hamstring injury came from. Anyways, um, uh, no, those Kardashians. In the last, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, in the last game, he started. Trisha Thompson started off well. He scored back to back buckets, and I was like, okay, this could be this could be the turnaround that I've been looking for when it comes to Thompson because now Brad's elected to go with Thompson in the starting lineup instead of Tice. And I and, and I and I like Tice coming off the bench because he provides that spark that the bench so desperately needs all of a sudden because you got guys that are out. Um, and then speaking of the bench, you got now uh, the rookie Payne Pritchard, who's uh, suffered a MCL sprain in his right knee, and he's going to be out for the next two weeks. So now you got you got to play more Jeff Teague now. Yeah, that's not. Uh... So where the offense is going to come from if these dudes are not, you know, you know, putting the ball in the hoop like I was, like I've been saying. Well, I mean, honestly, Tristan Thompson is doing it like he needs to rebound. That's literally why he's here. Rebound. And he's not even back. doing that that great. I mean, he's rebounding. He's fine rebounding. Not, I, not, I, I, I said not 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 in the last game. The last game, I didn't. I, I wasn't. The last, game, the last game, I do think he sucked. Yeah. yeah. But you know, if we're relying on Tristan Thompson's score, of course we're going to lose. <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> you know, I know, I know. But like. When you get like a nice, a nice dish, you know, you cut into the middle, and then you're just missing these bunnies. Like, how many layups did the Celtics miss overall? By the way, yeah, he, looks, he looks off balance, man. I don't know. Some, maybe something is up with him, but yeah, I mean, to, but the Teague thing, the Teague thing is weird because he looks so good at the beginning of the season, and then and then Payne Pritchard happened, and then yeah, then Payne Pritchard happened, which is which is cool. It's good, yeah. Which should be a good thing, but like they still were getting minutes, and then all of a sudden, like you're right, there were plays against the uh, the 76ers, and I was like, "This dude, all right." There like, was one. His- there was one play when like the Celtics were coming were coming back. They were like down by like double digits, and they're in the open court, and T gets the ball, and he goes to you know to like dribble in the middle, and the, he just stopped dribbling. The ball just fell out of his hands, and he just stood there, and I was like, "Yo, what the yeah. hell just happened?" What yeah. the hell is going on with Jeff T? Yeah, and I think right before that, 
like uh, we had a good like defensive. I think we had a we forced a turnover or something. Yeah, yeah man. I was a big T guy in the off season. Me too. I am now not fully off the bandwagon because I do think he brings like a he should bring a nice nice calming veteran pre- presence to the bench. Uh, but if he's gonna play like that, man, I mean. You know, players do his age, you know, can run into that proverbial, run off the proverbial cliff. And I don't know, maybe game one was the swan song. And then Jesus, I don't know. It, it's it's almost like he wasn't expected to play in the last game against Philly. And then Pritchard goes down and it's like, oh, Jeff, you're in. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I need to mentally prepare myself to play in this game today. <laughs> I'm stoned. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me I was going to play, Brad. I mean, and then, you know, Tatum, Tatum is out again against the Cavs. We don't know how long he's going to be, you know, continue to be in safety and be in health and safety protocol. That might be a little so, bit of concern. I mean, the Tatum thing's a big problem for me. It's a big concern for me because uh, not just that he's missing games, bro, but if he's got COVID. Yeah, like, like, like serious, hardcore COVID. That's not good. Now, I saw him. I saw him working out. Yeah, they said he was working out. Yeah. On Snapchat, and he looked fu- he looked out of breath, but just because it was working out, bro. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. But like, but do, do there was some there was some concerns about his conditioning coming into the season. Uh, people say he looked like he he was a little bit slower, and then you know, two or three games in, he turned back to Tatum, right? Yeah. But you know, you wonder, does this have a long term effect on his game? You know, we've seen it with other players in other leagues that just never really got back to where they were. Um, Cam you know, Cam Noon being the, I mean, that's still my theory, bro, on what yeah, the hell happened. I agree, man. I mean, after that Seattle game and then he gets COVID and then he looks like fucking, you know, Michael Bishop's cousin, dude. That's ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about Tatum. I, and, you know. You can't rack up these losses in an increasingly competitive Eastern Conference. You know, a four-game losing streak is no good. No, because you know who else is struggling right now? The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. You know who else is gonna be fighting to get back into playoff positioning right when you are too? The Brooklyn Nets. And say what you want about you know your power rankings or whatever. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets are a more talented team than you. So you know if they try to turn things around, and you're competing with them to. Give you know, him a chance to like, you know, to yeah, to get their to get their shit together. And I'm you're still saying, trying to figure it out yours. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, you want to be, you know, with with a bunch of losses and trying to make a a playoff push to avoid it's a, it's a maybe even a playoff push, man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there are still teams like Miami, Toronto, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Butler's been out for Miami. Yeah, yeah. But I'm but but honestly, right? The Celtics were avoiding that early season lull that a lot of the contenders were. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? And so that was giving them a leg up. But now if you're going to go on a four-game losing streak, uh, you're right back in that pack where you where you worked so hard to separate yourself from. So that, that'll be a tough one. Yeah, and another thing I wanted, I wanted, to, um, I wanted to add about, the, about Tatum possibly missing extended period of time, the Celtics going on, on, a, on this huge road trip, their, their annual like West Coast trip and if tatum isn't 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 healthy that's a problem and you're gonna you're gonna fall into a even a deeper hole than than where you're at right now even though you're eight and six but it's not a yep. it's not a happy eight and six no an eight and six is not where you want to be uh, either yeah. you know what I mean? 
Like, I mean, there's some there's other teams that started off like below 500 and now they're like eight and six, like Portland for instance, like a team like that. But to start off seven and three or eight and three, right? And then now yeah. it'd be eight and six. It's like that's a blow to the confidence. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough go if if Tatum can't come back and let's say they hold Tatum out and, and cautious with him coming back. I mean, yeah, we know for a fact this team is is top heavy with Tatum and Brown. So if Tatum, if either one of them aren't on, it's gonna be hard for the Celtics to win tonight in and night out. Yeah. The beauty of it is that they're two friggin' all-star, superstar caliber players. So nine times out of ten, they are on, and there's a good enough supporting cast to support them when they're on. Yeah. But it does sort of show that, like, hey, I'm with you. If there's a if there's anything that happens, like long term to uh, you know season term type stuff, injuries or whatever, with either of those two players, I mean, this team's screwed. This team's this team's done in yeah, the first yeah. round. Yeah, playing in the middle of a pandemic, you don't know when when COVID is COVID is going to ravage this team. You don't know how long players are going to be out. So I guess my question to you, Sean, is I liked what I saw from from Ojale and from Javante Green. Do they need to play more minutes? Let's chill out for a little bit, you know. Let's chill out a little bit with that, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, you're, like, so why you're, not though? Like they were, you know, the the they were yeah, they but, were they were putting the clamps on on MB for a little bit, but you know, making steals, creating turnovers, and scoring on the other end, and they kind of made it interesting before the the final like three or four minutes uh, against Philadelphia. So, I mean, I did those, those type of players are the players you're going to be stretching to see what you can get out of. I mean, can they do it over a two or three game period? Maybe, uh, maybe, but you know, I don't, honestly, I, I don't expect much from, I don't expect much from, from Javante green, you know, to be more like we've seen him in spurts. Even last year, there were spurts where he would play and he would be a really solid contributor to the team. Yeah. For two games, but then that's it. Like he can't, he's not, you know, there's a reason why he's the 10th guy on the bench, right? You know? No, I got you. I got you. But, you know, when you got Tatum out, Pritchard's out, uh, Robert Williams is still slowly working his way back in. Stevens is not giving him any more than eight to 10 minutes to start off here. And he looked. He didn't play against he didn't play against Philly the first game, but the second game he looked a little bit lost out there, and and I don't blame him. You know when you're kind of bedridden for two weeks battling COVID, I think basketball is the last thing that's on your mind, right? So you're not gonna, yeah, you're, just, not, you're not going to turn a taco. Are you going to go to uh, the 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 rookie here, Aaron Naismith? Like he he's he's in and he's out. Injured. He's injured too. It seems it seems like you know the Celtics have have a like the Celtics shouldn't have a depth problem when it comes to you know. People stepping up for injuries. I mean, we've had so many friggin' draft picks that they should be chomping at the bit for opportunity. It just doesn't seem like any of those players are capable to do that. You know what I mean? Like Pey- Peyton Pritchard, that's a, that's a big check mark. He's good. Uh, Robert Williams, of course, yes, he's he's solid. I mean, Grant Williams, okay, he's he's getting solid run. But other than that, like the the Carson Edwards of the world. The Aaron Neesmiths of the world, you know. Uh, I mean, of course, I've, you know, I didn't mention Daniel Tice. I mean, I think he's getting comfortable in his role of coming off the bench now. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go that route and, and have Thompson start, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I just think that they're gonna have to scrap it together. They're gonna have to get a bunch of duct tape out. They're gonna have to see what they can do. And if Tatum's not back, you're gonna have to pr- count on Brown to score forty points a night. Uh, t- uh, Marcus Smart to pick up more of an offensive load, and hopefully. 
you know, you see Kemba come off some minute restrictions and, and start to play, you know, Kemba of early season last year, Kemba basketball. I, I don't think it's worth pushing Kemba right now because you don't need, as, as much as I said, you sort of want to have separation right now. You don't yeah. need games, right? Uh, it's not worth risking his health. So as, uh, as much as it seems like, you know, oh, panic, 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 just like everyone's got to chill, wait for your best player and the top 10 player in the NBA to come back and lead your team and, you know, just soak up, have these players soak up experience. That's it. Yeah. But honestly, I, I am a little worried about the injuries starting to pile up, though. Like, seriously. Like, Romeo Langford, Peyton Pritchard now, um, uh, obviously Tatum. Like, the, if the injuries keep stacking up, that's going to hurt um, not only those players contributing, but, you know, we're going to have to make a trade sometime soon. Who the fuck are we going to trade if they're all injured? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's one of those things that all you all you see on uh, on on Celtics Twitter is use the TPE, use the TPE, and it's like yo, know, the TPE is not it's not like a bar of gold where you just exchange that for a player X. Like you're gonna need <laughs> to include someone else or or uh, other assets, multiple draft picks, exactly yeah. to and to entice an offer here. It's just not it's not like all right, let me uh. You know, take take my TPE and uh and 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 give me uh I don't know whoever. Not Ron James, please. Thank you. Yeah, perfect. Sold. So you know, speaking of the TPE, why does Aaron Gordon suck all of a sudden? Aaron Gordon is not the focal point of the offense, and he hasn't been in a while. But he and was good. He was a good like second, third, fourth option. But like because they've gone through their their injuries and their COVID issues. He's been asked to like pick up the slack, and he he hasn't really. He was borderline all star a couple of years ago. Yeah, remember? yeah, I agree. Like, I think injuries too have played a part the last couple of years for him. Well, all I know is I don't want to waste my TPE on that motherfucker. Forget that. After I saw him in that Orlando game, yeah, I looked at it and I go, he's averaging thirteen points a thirteen <laughs> points. Yeah, because he's not the number one option. Number, not even the number two option anymore. Yo, Payton Pritchard is averaging like thirteen points a game. <laughs> in the game playing more, more like eight or nine, but I, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? No, that's not that's far off. It's the same thing with uh, Blake Griffin. Like that's a that's a name that pops up every now and again. He hasn't dunked once this season. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Blake no. Griffin, Mister Slam Dunk Champion himself, has not dunked once this season. Damn. Well. Uh, yeah, interesting. So, I mean, you I look mean, around the I, league, you look around the league, a lot of these sexy names, but if you've been paying attention to some of these games and it's like, yo, these players that would, quote, look good in Brad's system are not looking good, period. So it doesn't mean they're going to magically turn it up once they come to the Celtics. Yeah. So Hey, I, I want to do is I want to try to infiltrate that Nuggets team. I hope they keep losing. Yeah, see, you, you, yeah, yeah, you brought up a good point about these other teams that were – balling last year and have started off shitty this year and denver is a perfect example yeah i mean denver denver's like the miami heat of the, of the, of the west. west yeah i mean there are a couple of intriguing names on that nuggets team though i really i really think so i mean i mean at some point we're gonna get into like deep tpe talk of things like if, if things keep going the way they're going right now for the celtics and, and i don't mean just like losing games but like covid shit and injuries then yeah danny's gonna have to start if, if he's not already you know looking into 
into making a move. Yep. And he definitely is already looking. He's definitely already looking. You got you got you got to add you got to add some depth when you when you your players are injured. So um, I mean, could you they go out and, and and try to get Paul Millsap, bro? Just bring back the whole fucking Hawks lineup of uh of two thousand and uh, whatever. Al Horford, bring them all back. Kyle Corver, have them all come back. I mean, Paul Millsap's been sort of balling deep, deep down low, balling this year. Did you have you looked at some of his numbers? Yeah, he's like been a very very uh under the radar very under the radar steady like steady hand even though i just shit on um you know i did just shit on what's his name aaron gordon for averaging 13 points and uh he only averages 10 but hey 10 10 yeah but ten, yeah 10 points off the bench the 10 points that you you know fourth that, fifth score yeah i'll take that contract bro you know oh, yeah. it's not a big Oh. Yeah, the Celtics were looking at him in the in the off season, but he just didn't. According to him, he didn't want to move his family, so he's like, "All right, I'll I'll just sign a one year deal to stay and remain in Denver." And then fucking, then they just trade his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I, I mean, it's it's becoming, it's going to become more and more and more apparent anytime the Celtics goes on a on a uh, anytime they struggle bench. Scoring depth. Yeah. The biggest weakness of this team. Yeah. Just people that can score. Yeah. So they're going to have to find somebody. They're going to have to find somebody somebody quick. Also, Gary Harris. I'm mean, I I sort of like him too, but I don't know. You know, I'm not going to get into this. That's another episode. Yeah, yeah, that's another episode. We'll get into a TPE episode I, I probably sooner rather than later. We'll have to get sponsored by Charmin. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you put stock in that? Did you... uh? Did you buy some stock in Charmin? Like you said you no, would? No, unfortunately. Actually, fortunately, I did not because I don't think they're doing that well. Because funny thing is, COVID and toilet paper have no connection at all. I don't know. I don't know who said that it did, but Charmin for a little bit was, was caking in some dough. And if he bought a shitload of Charmin uh, products and you can, you was like selling it on eBay, you made. Yeah. You made like triple your, triple the profit there. Yeah, man, that was a weird time. I think people were just so afraid. It's it's weird to find out what people are actually afraid of. It's, it, I think people are more afraid of taking a shit and not being able to wipe their ass. <laughs> when getting COVID, like when you're at home, when you can just hop in the shower and legit like wash your ass. <laughs> yeah, the everyone like, just concern no like, toilet paper what in my house what happens if i run out of toilet paper so instead of just figuring out something they went out to the stores to expose Stock up. the whole reason yeah. why we're worrying about wiping their ass with no toilet paper man crazy time in the world of uh the, the world of the human race at that point. Look, look, when you got two or three carriages just chock full of toilet paper, that's a problem. Because before, I mean, at least here in, in New England, when you hear there's a blizzard coming, all of a sudden you got to get eggs, you got to get bread, you got to get milk. All of a sudden people want French toast all of a sudden, I guess, when you <laughs> when there's a fucking blizzard or a storm coming. There's no fucking 
fucking cinnamon. <laughs> and then you, and then it was just those three, those three things, and then oh, add the fucking TP instead of just taking two steps into the to- into the bathtub and just washing your ass if 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 need be. <laughs> it's it is your house. You know, maybe they just thought that maybe running water would stop as well in quarantine. Jesus, COVID would take away running water. I don't know. Yeah. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's a big, big, big weekend, guys. You know the vibes. NFL Championship Weekend. We got the AFC Championship. It's the Bills versus the Chiefs. And we got Buccaneers going up against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady. NFC Championship. Big money on the line. And BetOnline.ag is your best place to go to win big money. Get all your information that you need. Everything to gear you up for the weekend. And make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus for all you first timers out there. Head to BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus. That's CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, before I forget, um, Kemba Walker, how do we feel about Kemba Walker so far? Speaking of TP, KW. Okay. No, so Kemba has looked promising. I think. Yeah. I think that's what I'll say. Yeah, I think I think, I think he looks um a lot better than he did yep. the bubble restart. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think whatever program that, that that the Celtics and 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 Kemba decided to go to go on to to uh to strengthen the knee is working. And obviously you don't want to just ramp him up to 35, 36, you know, whatever closer to 40 minutes right now. But I think he's on the right track. Uh, he played 28 minutes, I think, in the last uh, Philly Philly game, which in hindsight, the first game where he went off of 17 points in the first half and then only scored two in the second half, like it's tough to keep rhythm when you're out for a long period of time in the game, like within a game, and then try to come back in and then try to get that rhythm back. I think uh, if they're going to keep him on a minutes restriction, I think they're going to do a better job of that. I don't know. Well, I don't know. What, what do you think? I'm, I'm just excited to see. Uh, so I agree. The minute restriction definitely sort of sucks because you, the rhythm is gone. If playing 20 minutes. I mean, if he's hot, you would obviously change the way you're playing him. But I'm excited because I've seen glimpses from him that sort of excite me to say, okay, maybe we're getting a healthier Kemba. And maybe they have cracked the code about his knee and how they need to maintain it and how they need to maintain him. Now, I think I'm way more okay with a minute restriction Kemba if Tatum and Brown were both playing. Mm-hmm. Because then I think you would – I mean, I still don't think that there's any reason for Kemba in a regular season game to play over 25, 26 minutes if you have Tatum and Brown – both yeah yeah if they're know, fully healthy i got you fully healthy because save those 35 minute games for the playoffs man i don't need i don't need that in the regular season but you know i i think it was promising i think what the other night he hit five three-pointers yeah five three that's pointers. that's great i think he he does look a little tentative sort of 
getting getting to the lane and sort of working that you know getting to the lane and that mid range sort of pull up that he used to do. I haven't really seen much of that, but maybe that's to be expected because he's getting back into it. So, yeah, we'll 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 see. But so far, I mean, yeah, he's looked good. I like the shot. And- his shot off the dribble looks like he's got more confidence in that shot, and he's got better lift. I think. Yeah. And, and- yeah, I would agree with both of those things. Yeah, and so far he says that he hasn't felt any. He's been pain free, so that's always a good sign. It's always good to be pain free. This issue. Because of the pandemic, it's been going on for him for about a year now. Because we're talking about around the time of the All-Star break when he was missing games because of the knee, getting his knee drained after the All-Star game. And it's been an issue ever since. Yeah. So for him to you know go consistently being pain-free, that's a good sign. And, of course, everything else has to fix itself. The health for the roster and, and depth and just making sure that uh, – the Celtics don't fall like to like fifth, sixth seed going forward. Well, that, see that that's my fear, man. Yeah, that's my fear. yeah, yeah. They, like you can't say enough about not having the team facility open. Yeah, they had to shut down a team facility for a week, man. Yeah. That literally no one was able to communicate with anybody except over Zoom meeting. You couldn't pass the basketball to each other. You couldn't work on the same in the middle of the season abruptly. That's tough to deal with, man. That's tough. I am nervous about the fact that, you know, if they keep racking up losses, I still don't see them as, like, not a contender based on their record, but I do see the road getting much harder for them if they do get bunched up. And then we're looking at the end of the season. They're three games out of second place, and they're sitting in, like, you know, fourth or fifth place because that's how tight i think it's going to be towards the end of the season so um yeah you just hope that things get back on track you just hope that they don't have another scare with the other half of their team as the year goes on and we'll see speaking of the road i think it's time to look ahead there sean oh baby we're looking ahead i think i could do that I think I can look ahead. Could you? You think you, you think you can? Uh, you know, spot a few minutes to uh, look ahead. Yeah, you know, you know. I think I owe that to you, just out of respect. You know. I appreciate that. Get these binoculars on and see what's <laughs> going on over yonder. Look, look over, you know, look over beyond the horizon and see what we yeah. can we can find. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a peek over there. Looks like. Uh, Looks like we're going to the city of champions. It's a home game. Tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. Home game on Sunday. All right. All right. Hey, well, luckily, luckily, this game is at seven p.m. I think it was scheduled to be a day game originally, oh. and the and the Celtics and the NBA flexed it. Celtics, Celtics put in a request. <laughs> I think they saw it and they said, "Okay, all right." And honestly, this is turning into a little bit of a marquee matchup right now. These two teams are, are basically neck and neck. Yo, Cleveland's balling right now. <laughs> Cavaliers just beat the Nets two times in a row. Not only the Nets, the big three Nets. The first two games of the big three. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the second game, there was no KD, but still. Still, I mean, Harden and uh, and Kyrie, yeah. And in the first game, they went to double OT. Double OT. Double OT. And the Cavs, like, pulled away by, like, 10 points or something. It was, like, that's when Fat Harden probably just crapped his pants. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for the Nets to uh, 
to allow 147 points from the Cavaliers when all three of them scored the, the their, their big three, the next big three scored like 97 points with, between the three? Well, Cleveland is the best defensive team in the league. Did you know that? I did not know that. They are the number one defensive rate, uh, like with the defensive rating or whatever. A little, a little looking ahead, uh, uh, a bonus fact there. Nice. Yep. And uh, Andre Drummond seemed to have found the fountain of youth. Right. It's very like for some reason he's putting out. He's he has the most field goal attempts from two point range out of anyone in the NBA. Was he like? Is he scoring like? 60 or 70% of his baskets so far? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's Andre Drummond. It's, it's, <laughs> the one thing about Andre Drummond is that he will shoot higher percentage than his free throws, and he will always have at least five to six 2020 games in each season. Well, I mean, he, he's probably looking for that a, a new contract or, or just to, to get traded, but maybe they hold on to him. You know, the way that team is built – He's sort of like coming into this mentorship thing that sort of like works for him somehow because that and the fact that they've, they've brought in uh Jared Allen. So it's like you, you, you're beefing up your front court. Yeah. I mean, the Jared Allen thing probably means he's going to get traded soon, but I mean, still the, the whole reason why this team's in like a really from where they're, where we thought they were going to be a bottom dwelling team in the NBA to be, you know, well, true, we're 15 games into the season, but they're right in the playoff picture right now, you know? They're right. And you, eight and seven, and, and the Southerns are eight and six. Yeah, they're right there. Yep, yep. And you got a guy uh, in Colin Sexton who, um, you know, the Celtics could have could be having on their team right now. Uh, we are talking about this off off air and and <laughs> – you basically you you planted that seed in my head when you were like, "Yo, Colin Sexton is basically Kyrie Irving," and I was like, "What do you mean, like a younger version?" And you're like, "No, that could have been instead of trading for Kyrie Irving, that could have been a Celtics pick." And I'm like, "Oh," and then and then I said, "I don't think though that the Celtics would have been that lucky to have someone like that available, no matter no, no matter where the pick was." But but that was Brooklyn's pick, so it was all about where Brooklyn landed. It had nothing to do with yeah, but. I mean, I'm, other than the fact that they did happen to, to to land a number one pick a few years ago, like how 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 much luck are you gonna are you gonna put into getting I, another like top three or top four pick or whatever? Just picture this: the squad would be. But hold on, but before you say that though, are we assuming that Isaiah? Every, I, are we assuming Isaiah was healthy? No, we're assuming everything else stays exactly the way it was. All right, so. Only thing that doesn't happen is the Kyrie Irving trade. So, okay. So, so Thomas remains in the Celtics jersey. Gordon Hayward signs. Gordon okay. Hayward busts his ankle. All the things happen exact same way. All right. All right. I don't think that would have happened, but all right, all right. For the sake of argument, fine. Well, yeah, because Kyrie wasn't there, and <laughs> yeah. you know, Kyrie probably no one would have thrown him that shitty of a pass like Kyrie did. Terry Rozier would have been running the point. You know that motherfucker shooting that ball. He ain't passing. He ain't passing. Um, just, but like, think those about two, like those two are balling by the way in, in Charlotte. Terry and, uh, and and Gordon. You mean like the the land of Boston X's? Pretty much. <laughs> it's uh, very interesting, but uh, yeah, Colin Sexton, man, he's he's like he's averaging twenty six points a game. Yeah, he, 
beating the Brooklyn Nets pretty much single-handedly. Uh, they got a pretty good backcourt there, so I think it'll be good to see. And, you know, I don't know. It's fun to play the what-if game around that Kyrie Irving trade. Would I still have done it? Yeah, probably. Unless I knew he was going to be a douchebag, but you know. yeah, yeah. But you knew you knew you had to give up that pick if you were going to trade for someone like Kyrie. Oh yeah, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. So um, yeah, that's that's. Uh, by the way, Andre Drummond averaging eighteen, basically nineteen points and fifteen rebounds this year. Not bad. Nineteen and fifteen. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at that right now. Nineteen. He's the second second leading scorer. What is glaring to me is that Cleveland has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players, potentially eight players that can that can score a double digit in points at any moment. Any any they can go off in any any in any given game, and 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 that's not even including Kevin Love, who's who's averaging like nine and a half points a game. Well, he's only played two games, but still, I, I yeah, it is what it is, but. They lucked out from that from that Brooklyn deal, man. I'm telling you. But you know, I do think that if you're going to have Jared Allen on this team, you probably want to cash in on Drummond, uh, probably sooner than later. I would assume, just because like it is the last year of his deal, so you you should I, probably. I, I know. Trade I know. Him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, with his his, it's an all time high right now. Yeah, and don't sleep on Kevin Love getting traded either. Yeah, I, I, was, think- I was just going about to ask. You think? Uh, I mean, I, I get it. We know we're not. We don't want to get too much into the TPE talk. Would you consider? Oh, one thousand percent. All right. That team needs if Kevin Love can be healthy, and you insert Kevin Love over Grant Williams. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's legit, man. That's legit. So yeah, again, TPE episode brought to you by Charmin. What happened later? The only thing with Kevin Love is you're paying stock that up, stock up. <laughs> You're paying that motherfucker for the next three seasons too. So yeah, yeah. a lot to consider there. Lot uh, who, to- who else they got there after uh, after the home, oh, home yeah, Sunday well, night I- game against uh, Cleveland? I got so down in the Celtics uh, Cavs wormhole. Yeah, bro, big time, bro. Big time. We've, we've, we haven't talked about the Cavs like that in, in quite some time. Probably ever. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. Well, another team we could really dive into is those feisty Chicago Bulls. Celtics uh, start their a little bit of a a quick little road trip. Uh, They travel to Chicago on Monday. Back to back? Uh, Oh, no. Home and away, back to back. What do you know? And, oh, man, why are they getting COVID? I don't get it. You know? So, yeah. But the the strange part is the NBA flexed this game to 9 p.m. on a Monday. Yeah. Well, don't forget, Chicago's an hour, hour behind Central Time. On a Monday. <laughs> they don't have to worry about Monday Night Football. They're good. It's irresponsible is what it is. Uh, the Bulls have been making some noise, though. They're they're in the playoffs, too. They're like an identical record as the Cavs right now. So uh, very, very interesting. You got to get something, hopefully, with Jason Tatum. But I don't think so if they're back-to-back games. I don't think he's playing against Cleveland. Yeah, I don't um, think so either. <laughs> and he's not going to travel. I don't think he's going to make a trip to Chicago. So, and those are two upstart teams that are looking to make some noise in the East. So this is this will be a tough little tough little stretch. And then you go from Chicago on Monday to San Antonio on Wednesday. So there you go. 
that travel makes sense. Straight shot to Texas, where there's plenty of COVID. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, I, I think there's plenty of COVID everywhere right now. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. You're right. Some places more than others. That's true. Well, some places, they're, they're not doing anything to stop it, but it's everywhere. So it is what it is. So it is what it is. All right. All right. All right. So big what? game up after that, but I'm pretty sure we're going to podcast next week with the whole gang back together. So I'll leave that one. Uh, I'll leave that one alone. I'm already seeing commercials for that one. Already. Already. So, and, and, so it's a national TV game, obviously. So now, if I predicted, if I predicted it, if I can predict it, I think you don't see Tatum in these next three games. Yeah, I, I'm. That's what that's what kind of concerns me because if you're not going to see him against Cleveland, you would have thought he would have you know been ready to play against Cleveland if he was ready to play. But he's not playing against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably shouldn't travel if he's still uh, having effects from COVID. Well, I mean, the travel part is is one thing, but the other thing is like, you know, like if you were to hold him out against Cleveland, why then would you assume he's going to be good the next day for Chicago? Yeah. Vice versa, because it should be bring him back for Cleveland. If you find anything that's going on, then fine. Just have him stay home. Don't have him go for the two-game road trip. You know what I mean? Now it just seems like a little bit all over the place, but. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would assume I'm going to make the assumption in my prediction that Tatum's going to be out for these three games, man. I have that feeling. I do too, unfortunately. You know, this may be this may be tough, man. Without Tatum, I don't know if I can. Um, can't, I don't know if I gonna, can. You can't say three and zero. But three and zero. Oh no! Three and zero. Three and zero. With the fake out, with the fake out, I thought it was gonna be we we're gonna have a Causeway Street first, and then Sean was no Tatum, no problem. <laughs> Three and O, oh. <laughs> wow, yeah, wow. Man. I think, uh, damn, I'm gonna say one and two, bro. Yeah, one and two because you oh. know Cleveland is big; they're long, and they're and they've been balling lately, so they're 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 confidence at all time high. Um, Chicago. I'm not worried about Chicago, and then San Antonio. You can you never can can count a, a pop team out, and they're long too, and they 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 run. And if, like I said, if there, if, there's, if there's no Tatum, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a one and two. Unfortunately, I'm a little bit pissed that we don't have the Texas uh, the Texas um... Tri- triangle. One of the staples in the Celtics schedule. Yeah, Texas Triangle. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There you go. That's looking ahead, man. That's that's what we got. A lot now. A lot. A lot of you know much more about the Cleveland Cavaliers' 2021 roster than you ever would want to know. But we gave it to you. And there it is. You're looking ahead. So we're gonna uh, wrap up this episode the way we wrap up every single episode. Well, mostly every single episode with my. In case you missed it. 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 In case you missed it, we got a new president. Forty-sixth president of the United States, Joe Biden. Wow. Oh, happy day. Yo, did you hear the Red Sox announcer doing the fucking announcements at that uh, at the inauguration? Was that him? I am... Almost a hundred percent sure it was him. 
So we can't, not, we can't confirm this because you, you saying this is, I, I heard it and I was like, but I didn't, I didn't say, Oh, that's definitely him. I just said, that sounds like him, but I never actually went to go look it up and see if it was him or not. Exactly like him. It was him. It had to be him. Even like the pause. Yeah. Like, the way he said it. it like, was like, the, like even the way it echoed, I'm like, yo, that, that sounds like the Red Sox PA guy. Body Walsh was like, Joe, Joe. I got it. And Guy, all right. Don't worry about it. Don't ask any questions. I got it, right? Then it is a gift from me to you. Okay, you're gonna get the best in the bids. It's a, it's a, it's a thank you. It's a thank you for you know bringing me on your staff here, <laughs> bringing a little Boston flavor to the White House. Like I said, I'm bringing Boston with me. Get. I got. I, I got. <laughs> I'm not going to DC alone. I'm bringing Boston with me. Come on, PA announcer Fenway Park. Let's go. We'll. Be, we'll, be, we'll we're going to Washington. Oh man, <laughs> yo, it was it, bro? I was, I was, it was so distracting, though. It was like a monumental moment. I was like watching it, and I was like getting chills, and all of a sudden, I was like, and now the forty-fourth president of the United <laughs> States, the Honorable. <laughs> so I was like, what? David Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> You just hear something like Bachata music come on, like reggaeton. Oh, then A Rod was fucking there. What the fuck was that? Oh yeah, he was there because anywhere J Lo goes, he's he's not that far behind. Very true. It's good coattails to ride, if you know what I'm saying, right? Do I ever? Yeah. I've had it bad for J Lo since I was in middle school, bro. I ain't gonna lie. You know. And she I, even looks better now than she did back in now, middle school. Back when I was doubt, in middle school. I, I agree with you up until she tried to drop her own single at the inauguration. Now, that was weird. What do you mean? She, because she added like, she added to it? She added to, uh, what did she sing? America like, Beautiful? And I was like, Oh, yeah, she threw that in there, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I remember that fucking song. <laughs> Imagine if she just broke into that shit. I legit thought she was going to because she started off slowly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She started off slow and I was like, yo, is it about, like we're about to have like 20 dancers right now just pop out of nowhere and start, you know. <laughs> just as Joe Biden. <laughs> They're like, they have like maracas and shit coming out. Like <laughs> She just rips off that whole fucking white coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 20 degrees, but yeah, yeah go nuts. Go nuts there, J-Lo. <laughs> Everyone's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Bill Clinton that was like half asleep, he was like, oh, 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 J Lo in the house. <laughs> oh, look at that. Little Billy's awake too. Huh? <laughs> Hillary was like, oh, for God's sakes. You creepy old man, you. Uh, yeah, that would have been awesome. But, you know, it was still awesome. Yeah. Um, the feeling that I had 12 years ago came back yeah, on man. that day. Yeah. Same here. Same here. It was like, okay, I think, I think, you know, it just feel like something like is back to normal a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Am I expecting miracles? No, but no, no. no. And, no. and you know, I think Jalen Brown put it the best this week. I don't know if you heard his comments. I did, but go ahead. And uh, if you want to repeat what he said, I'm no, all for I it. Mean, just the fact that he uh, he said you can't let your guard down now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Like, 
nothing's this good. It's a good step, but it's nothing. You know what I mean? Just having a, a different president doesn't mean change is going to happen. So yeah, I thought that was that was good from Jalen Brown. Yeah, so you're not going to just sit back and just say, "All right, everything's going to just handle itself." No, you still gotta yeah, still gotta put you your gotta, part in. Well, it's the same thing that I've been saying the entire fucking time with the the protesting in the in the games and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I I do feel like some players are like, "Yeah, I did a good thing there." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, you can only can only expect so much from. Yeah, like, I mean, you not- still see players like you know individually doing, I guess, their part, and eventually it gets talked about. But for the most part, it doesn't. And I think um, not because you want to bring attention to what a player is doing, like, oh, look at this guy, he's he's going all out. No, it's just the fact that you just gotta keep the conversation going. That's all. At the end of the day. True. Well, at least at least Bernie was getting some some quality airtime, even though he didn't have to speak. Yeah, man, I just don't <laughs> the freaking I, memes, dude. <laughs> yo, that's the craziness. <laughs> like, literally, everybody is dressed the fuck up, <laughs> and this motherfucker is wearing like I think that's I think that's his only jacket that he has. Like, I think that. It's from like 1965. He's just like this. Is, this 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 keeps me warm. I just I don't understand why people gonna make fun of me about it. Why would you buy a new one if this one still works? You know, I got my pair of mittens, and it's all I need. It's all I need. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see the reason why I need to buy. A new like pack. I saw. Him, I saw him on like one of those uh the late like talk shows, and they brought up like the memes, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware of the memes. Yeah. See, it was just all so like nonchalant about it. Just like, yeah, I don't know why everyone's making a big deal about my fucking my outfit or whatever. <laughs> my, but you know what he did? You know what he did though? He actually took took that uh, that image and he he threw them on sweatshirts and he's selling them and and all the money's going to charity. Good, yeah. There you all go, right. Bernie. In case you missed it, the uh, the NBA announced their twentieth postponement when they uh, postponed the Grizzlies' next three games. So the uh, Grizzlies have been uh, just chilling because they have been ravaged by COVID. That's not good. Not good at all. So up through the the 25th, they will not play. Didn't the Celtics just play the Grizzlies? They did, but not within like two weeks or 10 days, something like that. They they played them before that. It's taking turns. I've noticed this. And I don't know how the NBA is going to make up these games. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think they're going to they're do that. And that's going to affect playoff no. seating big time. No, they will. They will because think about it. They've only announced the first half of the schedule. That's true. But, so, you wait, know. The, so the second half is going to be all postponement games? Well, no, but think about it. Like, if you know, I'm, they're probably not going to play a full 82-game season, right? That, I think, since we're postponing 20 games, I think that's pretty cut and dry, like, okay, that's probably not going to happen. But because you didn't announce the second half of the schedule, you then can say, okay, every team is going to play 67 games or whatever the case is, and you can yeah. schedule it. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I agree. But um, By that time, we ain't cancel no more games. So. That's what I'm saying. I just think it gets complicated because instead of playing a team, say, three or four times, you might play them once or twice now because you gotta you got to fit in the postponement games. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they just they're not going to cut the number of times you play a team or they're going to limit travel. Maybe there's going to be less back to backs. I don't know. Like the NBA has got to figure some shit out. Uh, I yeah. get it. I get it. They don't want to pause the season because if they do, then it might just 
start right back up again in, in terms of um, more positive tests. I don't know. It's, it's something that something has to be done or something. got to figure something out because um, yeah, I got a lot of Washington wizards. Uh, it's, getting of, it's getting a little bit out of hand. I got a lot of Washington wizards and Houston Rockets on my fucking fantasy team, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> you and Swayze team. Yeah. It's not very cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, in case you missed it, Kyrie Irving did return to the Brooklyn Nets. He, he realized he's a professional basketball player. And uh, he had already been fined by the, the NBA. Word. Oh, very loosely, Joe. Yeah. Well, you remember how the uh, Sean Marks, the general manager of, of the Nets, stated plenty of times that he's going to have he's going to going to have a chance to explain. I mean, pretty much his first press conference since returning or since you know disappearing for about two weeks. I don't know if you saw it, Sean, but he looked like a like tenth grader. Who all slouched in, slouched in like in math class that just didn't give a flying about what was going on in front of him. He didn't want no part of that whatsoever. He's a fucking loser. On his absence, all he said was, I take full accountability for my actions. Had a conversation with each and every one of my teammates. I want to apologize to the fans. I just needed a pause. Wait, he said apologize? I didn't think he said apologize. He said, "I want to apologize to the fans." They didn't say his teammates. Well, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't mean that he didn't apologize to his teammates in private. But I just find it interesting that all of a sudden his um, contributions, I guess, if you want to say, have all just come to light now that yep. he's looking. Now that now that he's been going through what he's been going through, right? Like in his darkest hour, so to speak. You know, from his donations to, uh, you know, food banks and to the WNBA players to help them, you know, for those that opted out of the, the their bubble last season, paying off college tuitions for for kids. And that's great. You know, pallets of food, you know, donating pallets of food. Uh, apparently he purchased a, a house for the family of George Floyd. And that's great. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, I don't believe that. But I don't think that you have to, like, use... And I'm not saying it's him because I feel like it's others who, who support him, who are behind him. Like Stephen Jackson was the one that brought up the the, the uh, purchasing of uh, the the home for George Floyd's family. Either either you should talk about it, or you don't. I don't know. I don't know how you how you feel about that. It's a like. Do you excuse him now because of everything he's done? He just, no, he just needed well, a pause. Like, is that did that have to do with the? So here's the thing here's with the what thing. happened in D.C. or or what happened prior to that that um. You know, Brianna Taylor's uh, killer wasn't going to get charged with anything. I we, we don't know. You can't. The, the two things like you can't. Was he mad com- about the trade? I don't know. We you, don't know. You can't combine the both things. That's like, what I'm, yeah, I, I like, agree. All of those things that he did is awesome. All of those things make me actually think about like him maybe a little bit differently. Like maybe, you know, but but I think at the same time, you still have a job. Mm-hmm. You still have. You still have responsibilities, and it's like you can't say like I did a good deed on Wednesday, so I can just I can just forget about all my responsibilities for two weeks. You know what I mean? Like that's not how life works, man. And if that's how you want to work it, then you you don't get paid millions of dollars a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No one's making him play basketball professionally. Exactly. You don't have to do this. So if yeah. you don't do then don't, but you can't be half in, half out. Yeah. 
like you know one, I mean? like you know, like for like a couple of weeks, like oh, I'm done, I'm done, or or act like you're done, and then come back, like I just needed a pause, guys, and yeah, and, and you don't you don't get pauses. Come on, man, like, like you can't threaten too, like you're gonna like oh we're gonna start our own league, like I'm gonna you know leave the NBA and, and take a bunch of players with me, and we're gonna start it. And it's like okay, like why? And it's not even that. If if so, this is the difference. This is the difference too. If he went to his employer and said, "That's I need a pause." I'm dealing with X, Y. I don't, don't have to tell me dealing with anything. Yeah. It's like, hey, dealing with some stuff. I need time off. Yeah, they're gonna give you the time off. The yeah. fact that they know what the hell this guy was, they didn't hear from him for a week, and then they see him on social media. Then you see him at the clubs with the, at a birthday party. Yeah, it's like, yo, man, that is some shady. Yeah, shit. it's true because he's just like saying like, oh, it's been a lot of personal stuff, family stuff, and then you're, you're right. You see him at a. At a, at a club, you know, with no mask on and having a great time. It's like, so which one is it? Right. Ah, oh, man. That's Kyrie. Glad he's not my fucking problem anymore, man. Good riddance. And you got Jackie McMullen in all that trouble. Yeah, you you really, I mean, I know how you feel about Jackie. <laughs> but, like, you, you got you to gotta admit that that's what's taken completely out of context, right? Because of what everything what Kyrie was, like, doing or whatever, or saying or not saying, and it's just like, oh, well, well I remember Jackie, you know, when she was talking about, you know, how, how players are essentially, you know, owned by the teams and, the, and these. And I'm like, wait a second, that's not <laughs> – I remember she brought that up, too, on another – I don't know if it was another podcast or – like, around the time of the bubble begin, about to restart where – when Kyrie was like, that, I, I want to start, pretty much he was saying, I want to start another league. You know, we shouldn't have to play basketball because of everything that's going on with social injustice. And I forget where Jackie was, was when she said the original quote, I think. And then it got brought up again, you know, this, over the last like week. When it, when it came to, he, she said she had a conversation with him a while ago that like the, the NBA, there shouldn't be a draft, that the players should choose wherever they want to go because we're not, we're not property. Right, but I don't think Jackie ever used the word property. No, Kyrie did. Kyrie did exactly, and Jackie has never insinuated any kind of like racial undertones in any of her, if any of her her writing or every time she's spoken on she's been on TV. So I don't know. It's a it's a touchy situation, but if um, you if you want to make Jackie look like she like she's racist, then you're gonna make her look like she's racist. But it's that's, yeah. that's not what she is, and at least in my opinion, she's not. Oh, well, I agree. I agree with everything that uh, that you're saying here, and I, I don't think she did anything really. You know, I don't think. She, she, yeah, she spoke out of context, but I mean that that one comment then takes years away from you know being the voice of the players in the NBA for you know whatever you know. But it is what it is. But hey. I've been sort of wait silently waiting on the downfall of Jackie. Yeah, yeah, you were the one that brought it up to me and Sway. So, just just say that I fucking told you so. You know what I mean? Uh, also, it's the Me Too movement I've been waiting for in uh, reverse. Also, <laughs> cancel also, cancel Jackie McMullen. Cancel. <laughs> oh, I think it's good because now maybe when she drops something that um, you know isn't mind blowing. And then people can't use that. The reason why I don't like her in the first place. Well, you know, if Jackie McMullen's got it, it's true. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what pissed me off. It's like, what the fuck? We all were talking about it. You write a story about what everyone's talking about, and there's one sentence in there that's different. Yeah. Well, you know, if Jackie says it, then it must be true. It's like, we've been talking about it like it's been true for three months <laughs> before Jackie wrote the story, you know? All right. 
Uh, and uh, in case you missed it, Kevin Porter Jr. You heard about this story there, uh, Sean? Uh, the former yeah. Cavalier, by the way, has been traded to the Houston Rockets. And do you know yeah. why he got traded uh, to the Houston Rockets? Didn't he, like, lock himself in the locker room or something like crazy like that? All right. The man who has barely played, I don't think he's played at all this season. Top 10 draft pick for them? Yeah. Last year? Uh, yeah, last year was his rookie year. So this was his second year. Yeah. Yep. So after the, the Nets trade, right, that brought Jared Allen and um, Prince, I always forget his first name, from, from, the, from the Nets. It's uh, Torian. Torian. Torian Prince. So they gave Torian Prince his locker, right? Oh, that's a slap in the face. <laughs> so then when he came into the locker room and saw that his locker was no longer his, he flipped the fuck out and had like... I- I would too. Like the biggest, like I don't know, adult tantrum that I guess, for lack of a better term, and threw food at teammates in the locker room. And so then the 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 Cavs immediately released a a statement saying that this dude was suspended and he was uh, removed from the team or told to stay away because of uh, conduct detrimental to the team, and that they were, and then immediately he was available for to be traded. Sent us anything. Yeah. So inside the NBA spoke about this. Shaq and Chuck are like, all right, he overreacted. But Kenny Smith is like, no, like that's the ultimate like sign of disrespect to like just up and move your locker without you being notified, taking all your personal shit out of there and moving it to yeah. somewhere else. When I first heard this story though, I, I originally thought that like they just didn't give him a locker. Like they just like they were like, yeah, he's not coming back, or he's dealing with personal stuff, so he ain't coming back anytime soon. We need this locker. That's what I thought, but they moved it. It's not like they just pretty fucked up. I mean, yeah. I didn't know about the locker thing. Yeah, but that's that's I, why he flipped the fuck out. I knew he threw a little tantrum, but like, damn, they took that. That yeah, I didn't even think about that though. Yeah. I mean, forget the fact that you walk in yeah. and you you've been wondering like, oh man, is Jared Allen gonna get more playing time than me now? Like. Or is he going to take the minutes that I thought I was going to get, whatever? And then you go in and he's sitting at your fucking locker? <laughs> and mind you, I bet you Jared Allen has no idea that this happened prior to him arriving. He so just, he's yeah. sitting in front of him. I bet you he's sitting, like, yo, you're at my locker, like, bro. What's up, Kevin? Yo. Hey, what's up? I'm Jared. Yo. And he's like, yo. get the fuck out of my locker. Why are you in my locker, bro? What the fuck? Why are you sitting here? Why is my name taken down? Who told you to do this? He's just like, bro, like that shit was already set up for me when I came yeah. in here. I didn't fucking I know it was your locker. That's the fucking equipment manager. I don't know. Y'all be mad funny if they like didn't give him a locker too and they just had like his shit just like in a trash bag, like just sitting on like the corner. <laughs> like in a box, you know, like when like, when, when they fire you at the office. Exactly. Like we packed it for you. All right. Like, we didn't know when you were going to come. We weren't sure if we should just send it to you, but you know. You've been replaced. That type of shit. Yeah. So he got traded. Yeah. He got traded to the Rockets for a second round draft pick. So that's how that's how eager they were to get rid of Mr. Kevin Porter Jr. He um he wasn't that Well, he, he got was- he got arrested in the offseason. So like right before the season started. Uh it, it was a uh a crash. He got it was a, a car crash. He was driving a uh, Mercedes SUV, crashed in the middle of the night, and he flipped it. And he admitted to the cops that he had been drinking early in the night. And the cops actually found a handgun in the vehicle and some weed. So that's why he hasn't played at all this season. 
and he was attending his first game that night that all that shit happened in the locker room. But I remember him playing, flashing. He flashed in the uh, – I think he got arrested before he got drafted, too. I think he had issues. That's probably why he dropped. Like, there's yeah, there's there was court cases, like, pending. Because of that, he was away from the team, like, for personal reasons. No one knew how long he was going to be away for, and then his locker got got taken away or mm. got switched out or whatever. Now he gets to go and play with the most dysfunctional team in the NBA. So, right in. Yeah. Last but not least, in case you missed it, the Celtics have renewed their lease with the TD Garden. It's a 15-year lease, so it's going to go through the 2035-36 season. Great. Maybe in 15 years, we'll be allowed back at the Garden. That A lot of people don't know that the Celtics leased that building. That shit is owned by the Bruins, folks. Sure is. What's his name? Jacob? Uh, Jeremy Jacobs. Jeremy Jacobs. Yep, and that's it for this edition of In Case You Missed It. Hit us up on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. And uh quick shout-out, actually, I got here. Devin from Winnipeg. Huge fan of the Causeway Street podcast. Canada? Winnipeg, hey. Canada, kid. He, he can't wait to come back to Boston at some point. We'll see. It's COVID. COVID is, is running rampant right now. I know Canada is not as, not as bad as down here. So I don't know, but he says he's been a, a, a hugely he's been a listener since the days of when people thought that Sean was black, and even definitely before that. <laughs> so shout out to you, Devin. In a couple of years, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he might be he might be one of our day one day one Wait, listeners there. For the, for the record, for the record, <laughs> you want to clarify that you're not black, Sean? I didn't know anyone thought that. <laughs> for the record, yeah. I mean, there's one. There's one person in particular. So I don't know if multiple people thought that, but just one in particular thought that. Shout out to you, Nick. Yeah, so, go, yeah. Nick. So, so Devin, Devin also says that you know Joe Sway never shouts him out on the Celtics post game show. But by the way, peep that live on the uh, CLNS. Oh shit! YouTube channel after every Celtics game, the Garden Report. So you know, so you'll see Sway on there, regardless of the Celtics play away or, or at home. So shout out to you, Devin, and also quick shout out to. David and I'm David. Please don't, please forgive me if I if I butchered your last name. Abshire, aka at Hip Hop Chef three sixty on Twitter and IG. I'm giving him a shout out because he's a Nola cat and he's a huge Saints and then Celtics fan. I've never met a Saints and a Celtics fan before, so that's a un- that's unique. He's been a long time listener of the podcast, and he's come up with two unique names for the now injured Peyton Pritchard. All right, you ready for this, Sean? Okay. P. Tweezy, a.k.a. P. Twice. Either or. Okay. And Payday. What do you think? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I like him. I like P. Tweezy. P. Tweezy, a.k.a. P. Twice. I think, I think P. Tweezy sort of uh, really really sounds like he's from New Orleans. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, think, I think I think that's that's what gives it its, uh, its, its, its uniqueness. Speaking of New Orleans, Cutthroat City. Have you seen the movie yet, Joel? No, I haven't. Check it out tonight, bro. Watched yeah. that shit last night. Yeah, good for quick. Yeah, man. Where, yeah. Can I, where can I? Where can I view this? I'm sure Hip Hop Chef 360 knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, it's on Netflix, bro. Like Netflix. Just came out. Oh, where Netflix? All right, I'm gonna hit that up. Cutthroat City. It's uh, it's got Wesley Snipes in it, bro. Oh damn! You know what I'm looking but, forward to watching though? Um. 
The one with Denzel and your boy from uh, oh. the bug eye, the bug eye dude. What's his name? Uh, Mr. Robot. Dude. Mr. Robot dude. Yeah, that dude. And Jared Leto, bro. Mr. Robot's still one of my top top five shows of all time. Ah, damn. And I've also been told to check out One Night in Miami. I'm hearing, I'm hearing that's a good flick. Okay. It's on. It's on. It's on Prime. I'll have to check it out too. Yeah. Yo, uh, subscribe to us on our Causeway Patreon. This week's episode, Sean has a big announcement, actually. So if you want to know what the announcement is, subscribe. That's Causeway After Hours. The, the After Hours podcast and Sway's one-on-one. He has a episode up with Marcus Smart, and I believe he's got one dropping this week at some point. So, again, subscribe to the Causeway Patreon. You'll be doing a, a service to us and yourself because we got... Exclusive content on there, all right? Oh, 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 hey. Ain't no one doing any services for me, Joel, all right? <laughs> right. Service yourself, people. Service yourself. It's quarantine. I'm sorry. Yes. But it's it's uh, it's it's safe. Social distancing. There you go. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, Rock, dude, we got a new president, man. Like, I can't get over that. Hell, yeah. I can't fucking get over that. You know? Hashtag you Black know? Lives Matter. I know I know. You cel- we celebrated on Martin Luther King's day. This past week, how did, you, how did you enjoy your day? Well, it's going to sound really awful. I bought a car. <laughs> Took advantage of the sales, huh? <laughs> hey, what am I supposed to do? You know? Come on. I, you know, I, I think it's... I, I think it's like, is, that official? is that official, by the way? Or are you still test driving? No, I got it. All right. Okay. Chevy Traverse. Nice. Right. Yeah. It's been an interesting few days. It's been an interesting week overall. And when we say interesting, it like means it's like a good thing. I just don't think yeah. we know how, how we feel. About, I don't know how. Yeah, you, no, cause there's like a, there's like a mixture of things, like everything that's going on uh, politically, uh, everything that's going on with COVID that shouldn't be political. It just should be like common sense at this point. <laughs> Wear masks, wash your hands, stay away from people to a certain Dying. degree. It's just yeah. I, I mean, even 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 Fauci's happy to be fucking in the White House now. After all, after all that's happened over the last four years, I can't stress that enough. Um, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Hashtag justice for Jacob Blake. And hashtag America. Yeah. Last time you said you said United States of America and actually felt uh, proud to say it. R.I.P. to the Hank Aaron. Yeah, damn man. R.I.P. to Larry King, who just passed those, away as well. Those are uh, those are tough ones. Hank Aaron, original home run king, in my opinion. Well, if you're going to talk about the original home run king, <laughs> technically, Babe bro. Yeah, yeah. Ah. No, <laughs> Hank Aaron. I mean, doing what he did in the time he did it. That's something to be said about that. Yeah, that and the and the fact that he was uh, very active in the uh, the civil rights movement as well. So, not just a baseball player. Yep, Hammer and Hank. I think Hank Aaron was like up there on the Mount Rushmore of sports for a while, and then honestly, he's one of the most underrated like sports like athletes. Oh, I think like hands down, time. yeah. Ster- steroids, steroids killed his legacy. Yeah. Uh, if you think about it. Yeah. Now the home run, like the home run record, like no one thought anyone would ever hit that. No. 
Very true. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. So uh, until next time, um, hopefully we'll be a three man crew reunited once again. Jesus Christ. Take your fucking vitamins, kid. It's flu season, kid. It's flu season. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Jesus come on. Christ. I'm like, I have the most unhealthy habits and I can't fucking get sick if I fucking tried nah, right now. Nah, don't say that. Nah. You guys motherfuckers sick every day. Jesus. All right. Until next time, folks. <laughs> right, Stay healthy. And love each other. Peace.